Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class sales support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. This is Tom Dombro, strategic business coach and high-ticket sales professional. And on today's show, I'm going to reveal how you can create greater engagement and increase enrollment at your events. Hi, I'm Rudy Rodriguez, the host of the High Profit Event Show. And on today's episode, we have an extremely special guest, a dear friend and long-term colleague of mine, Mr. Tom Dombro. Tom, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks, Rudy. Great to be here. Awesome, my friend. And I want to share a few accolades. I know you're a humble man and you don't like to speak about yourself, but... uh, I love talking about you, man. Um, one of the things I really appreciate about you is the fact that you started young. Uh, I think at the age of 19, you invested your first, uh, what was it, $25,000 or $10,000, like a big sum to do a week-long course in real estate. You went on to you know, build a, a serious real estate empire as well as multiple traditional businesses. Heck, you were making over a quarter million dollars by the age of 25, and you semi-retired by the age of 35. And uh, you don't have to work, but you choose to work because you love to make a difference and serve people. And you're a proud father of three beautiful girls and a, a wonderful husband to an amazing wife. So um, just lo- love bragging about you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Rudy. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a it, it, it's been a journey for sure. Uh, as you mentioned, I, I started young. Um, I started at 19 years old buying real estate. I knew that, you know, growing up, we were poorer than poor. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking like rice and soy sauce for dinner. If I got, uh, you know, like ju- instant jello for a snack once in a while, that was a lot. Um, and I, I, I could go on and on and how we didn't have anything when we were growing up. And so from there, I, I was determined that I was going to change what has happened in my childhood for my, for my kid's childhood. And so at 19, I, I, I said, you know something, I'm going to do something different and begged my parents for an online course that, that I couldn't afford at first and then uh, found a, a, a mentor and uh, took a one week course with them. I think it it was $17,000 for a one-week course, but I figured out a way to make it happen. And that started the journey. Then I, started, I bought a single family home, never lived in it right on campus uh, at my college. Then I went to a duplex, four families, commercial properties. Then uh, graduated college as a computer programmer. Then um, started my first traditional business. 18 months later, doubled the size of that one. Started another traditional business and then another, and truly just was, was living the dream by like uh, at 25, I was making a quarter million dollars a year. And that's net by the way. Um, and I know if you live in California, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of money, but I live in the Midwest and it was a ton of money. <laughs> and so it just continued to grow from there. The one thing that was missing for me though, even though I had, you know, a lot of money, uh, I didn't have a lot of time, but I noticed that everything that I was doing, the only person that really benefited was me. And, and I I knew that what I wanted to do in life was much bigger than who I was. And so when I hit 35, I decided that, you know, I was going to make a shift. That was the time I could, I had the ability to retire if I wanted to, 
but I wanted to help other people. I wanted to make a difference. And so since then, I've truly committed myself to helping others. Uh, and I've always wanted to help others. I remember in like 2006, seven or eight, uh, a good friend of mine came up to me and said, hey, Tan, you know, actually, he wasn't even asking for anything. He was telling me about his parents and how they were going to lose their house. And so I made their mortgage payment for six months. Uh, unfortunately, they still lost their house. And so I, it, it brought me to a point where we've heard the old adage, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach him how to fish, feed him for a lifetime. And what I did is I committed myself to teaching people how to fish. And so that's where we are today. Now I, I, I do what I want, when I want, when my wife says I can, and uh, I have a lot of fun doing it. That's awesome, man. I love that. <laughs> what do you want, when you want, when your wife says you can. <laughs> That's awesome, brother. And my understanding is, you know, at the age of 35, when you went into wanting to continue to give back and serve others, that's really where you dove into your career as a sales professional uh, through the direct selling industry, you rose to the top of your top 1% of your, your company you've been with over 18 years, and eventually led you to become a high ticket sales professional. Um, you know, having done uh, thousands of individual one-on-one consults with people and enrolling hundreds of people into high-end, you know, coaching, education, mastermind-type programs, you know, and, and just giving amazing experiences to people on a one-on-one basis. And and I'm looking at my notes here, and I, I see that you know you've done over 300 events as well over the course of the last 18 years. So you are a veteran to sales and enrollment and events. And that's why you're on the show because you are an expert, my friend. <laughs> it's been a long road, but it's been incredibly rewarding being able to, to change people's lives, help them see beyond where they are to where they want to be and help them discover what that possibility is. Awesome, man. Yeah. And uh, you and I have actually had the, uh, the privilege and the opportunity to get to work together um, within the context of um, Wingman Coaching and the support we've done in our, with our, some of our partners in the virtual events. And uh, you normally are kind of the guy, right, that's running the events and um, also leading or facilitating or supporting um, the closing conversations, the enrollment conversations, having people being in that conversation where people are saying yes to a $10,000, $50,000 level program. And I love the way you do it. I love your ethos and, and, and your approach. Um, would you mind maybe sharing with us a little bit about um, your philosophy and your strategy when you, you know, you've done thousands of these at this point. I think it's super insightful. Absolutely. And one of the premises that I work upon is that if you don't understand someone's need, want, pain, or desire, all you're doing is selling to them. If you understand what their need, want, pain, or desire is, and you're offering a solution, now you're truly helping them get what they're looking for in life or relationships or family or whatever it might be. And so there's, there's a process that we go through or that I go through specifically whenever I speak to an individual. And the, the first piece is really about building rapport, understanding where they are, uh, where they're coming from. And so I may start out with sharing, with asking them, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, tell me about your, your life, your business, where you're at. And I, I let them talk. People love to talk about themselves. And so I let them share where they are. And it's always great to know where they are. But it's in order for me to get them to the next step, I need to know where they want to go. 
And so we start to ask them a little more about where you want to be. You know, if you could wave a realistic magic wand, you know, where would you want to see your life, your business in the next six to 12 months? And if you could have it just the way you'd like it, you know, what would that do for you? What would the best part be? And probably the most important question is why? All too often I see people have goals, but they don't know why they have those goals or they have a why and they don't know the steps or the goals that they need to achieve in order to get to that point. And so by diving deeper into that, you really start to understand where they're coming from and what they're looking for. The next piece is really starting to understand what their challenges are. You know, what do you think could be slowing you down, standing in the way or stopping you from reaching those goals? And all too often, you'll, you'll, you'll see people say things like, oh, there's nothing stopping me. Oh, really? That's interesting. You know, then let me, if I'm curious, what if there were something that was slowing you down from reaching those goals because you haven't met them yet, what might it be? And being able to dive deeper in. And, and, and sometimes the first challenge is just a fluff answer that they give you. So maybe you'll need to dive a little deeper and ask them, well, what else could be slowing you down, standing in the way or stopping you? What else? What else? To the point where it makes them think and really look inside themselves beyond just the physical things that are around them, but what might be what may be a blind spot within them. Then once you understand those challenges, we can reflect on what the impact is on them, on their lives, on their family, on their future, on their business, and how long these challenges have been there. Some people don't realize that they've had these challenges all their lives. And now we have the ability to say, okay, if we can identify what those challenges are and, and, and how those challenges have been serving them or not serving them, now we can start to come around to what's going what's gonna to be the next step. And if, and if you could overcome those challenges, overcome those fears and flow freely toward those goals, what would that do for you? How would that make you feel? And you get to see people start to shine and get excited. And you, they, they should start to share with you the best part about being able to be in that space and why it's so, so important to them. And from there, you may ask, you know, how soon do you want this? You know, and then you get to see what expectations they have. Is it now? Is it today? Is it six months from now? Is it a year from now? Is it yesterday? Which is always a wonderful answer. Because when they say yesterday, you know, they're really itching. They're really motivated to move forward. You also have to put a gauge on it. Understand where they are. On a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to reaching these goals? And if they say anything less than a 10, it's important to dive in and, and, and discover why they're not a 10. Because you and I both know that if you want something, and you're committed to getting that, you've got to be a 10 level commitment. Anything less, all it does is open the door for procrastination, excuses, complaining, blaming. And so what, when you're a 10 and there's an obstacle or a challenge that there's only three options at that point, you either go over it, around it, or through it, but no matter what, you're going to move forward. And probably most importantly, in that initial conversation that I have with people, it's about making sure that they get value. And that value could be clarity. It could be clarity on their goals. It could be clarity on, on what it is that they want and why they want it. It could be more clarity on the challenges that they're having. And at the very least, helping them create a vision 
of where they could be. There was, I'm meeting myself there. Thanks for sharing, man. Um, just kind of your overall kind of process that you uh, guide people through. Um, I really can see how um, it's important the way you take them through, you know, their desire, their dream, their, you know, uh, what heaven looks like for them, as well as connecting with their pains and challenges, um, right? And then the impact of that. And I think that's a super important process that um, we, we, we can't overlook, right? From a sales perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and then the way you also check in with them, I think that one to 10 uh, and making sure that they're a 10 is super, super critical. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I've had the opportunity to, you know, sit in on a few calls together with you as you, that you were leading. And uh, one of the things I really appreciate about your approach is this idea that you're, you're not there to hard close people, right? You're there to make sure that uh, you're enrolling them um, for their reasons, right? Not, you know, manipulating them or trying to hard close them using some sleazy, tactics right um can you talk about that a little bit i think that's super important our listeners really uh they care about like you know not doing sales in a in a sleazy kind of way can you can you kind of talk about that philosophy a little bit you know when i look at when i, when I hear you someone say something like that what it reminds me of is convincing convincing somebody that they need to do something, convincing something, somebody that this a product or service is so amazing that they have to buy it. What I believe in is serving. And when you build, when you truly build rapport, uh, you, you, you got to be a prof professional with them and you, you have to build the rapport so they know, like, and trust you. If they don't know, like, and trust you, they're not going to listen to anything that you have to say. And it's, it's about what they want. And quite honestly, if what I have to offer at the time, depending on the event that I'm working, if it's not a good fit, I don't bring it up. You know, all too often I see people try to ram a square peg in a round hole and it, and it doesn't serve anyone. What I want them to, what I want the individual that I'm sitting with to, to see is that there is a possibility and I have a solution to that. And if, and, and, if, and if it's a good match, let's move forward. If it's not a good match, it's okay too. I don't ever want to talk somebody into that or be into a product or service and be sleazy about it. Yeah, absolutely. Because it always comes back. I was actually reading in a book the other day that uh, if you uh, can, I think the book was saying, if you, if you do something in a dishonest way, um, even if they take the action, they'll resent you or they'll come back and undo it, refund, charge back, all those types of things. And that's the benefit of doing it from an enrollment perspective versus a hard sales perspective is you're not having to deal with the wrong people in your programs or chargebacks and refunds or, you know, bad things happening to your reputation or disruption in your program, right? Having the wrong people in your program, which is super Absolutely. Important. If, if you have someone that you're sitting with and they're not fully committed to their goals. I mean, the, the intention of any client that I've ever worked with to, to, to sell their product or service is to create success stories. And if you bring the wrong person into the program, it, it, you won't create a success story from that. Good news travels fast. Bad news travels faster. We want to create those success stories to make the client a ra uh, create rav raving fans for our clients. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, very cool. Thank you for for just sharing your process again and like your ethos and your mindset around, you know, how you do things 
differently than you know many other sales people. And that's what also makes you an expert. And I think I stepped over this earlier in our interview. Not only have you done hundreds of events, um, but you've also done high ticket sales at events. In fact, I think you do on average two, maybe even more events a month where you're doing you know, dozens of one-on-one enrollment sessions into very high-end, high-quality programs. So you're on the ground, you're doing this every single day, every single week. So, you know, you're not, this is not theory. <laughs> this is coming from, from experience. So thank you for sharing um, this Absolutely. with us. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we got about, I think, five minutes left in our showtime. And I wanted to maybe do a quick little rapid fire kind of question and answer here and give you an opportunity to just kind of share a little more of your expertise. Um, what would you say are three of the most common mistakes that people make when doing, you know, one-on-one enrollment sessions for their high-end programs? What would you say are three of the most common mistakes you see? Unfortunately, there's a lot of mistakes that I see quite often. And when I, when I, the one thing I'll say is, you know, you want to be a professional and whether you're good or bad at what you do, you've got to be professional. And what, what do I mean by that? That's by uh, committing to excellence in your improvement. And so that may mean watching, listening to your calls, um, you know, noticing different things that you're saying, voice qualities, congruency. What's your physiology like as you, when you're when you're talking to somebody? Are you are you fidgeting around? Are you doing something and not paying attention to the person that you're talking to, or are you really engaging with that person? Um, and, and, and within being a professional, it also says that you've got to take on the identity of, of, of who you need to be to facilitate the change for the person that you're talking to. You know, you, you have to identify as that person that can solve their problems and you have to do that by building that rapport first. And I guess, you know, lastly is when you're listening to their needs and wants and their limiting beliefs, don't buy into them. Um, You know, it's easy to agree (laughs) suddenly with someone, with someone that somebody, something said they say, but more importantly, when you hear it, you have to be able to look through that limiting belief and, and uh, imagine like you're in their shoes but not own it, right? Not don't own it for them. You can hear it. You can understand why they might say something like that, but don't agree with them and their limiting beliefs or their challenges. So those would be the big three things. Yeah, you know, I've had a couple of conversations about that, that when people have objections, right? We can uh, buy their story <laughs> or, or not, right? I think in every, every conversation, Somebody's going to buy either you're going to buy their stories of lack or why they can't or or they're going to buy what you have to offer right um really cool and i think we could probably do a whole episode just on the topic of you know how you handle objections and kind of manage people through those spaces which yeah i know you have a really great process that you use to make sure people feel heard and appreciated and understood and empowered and taking the next best step for them regardless of you know whether it's joining the program or not um, so, uh, Tom, what would you say is a, a good book or resource or training you might suggest to uh, someone who really wants to improve their skills um, doing high ticket uh, sales? 
I'm going to say one of, one of the biggest books that have influenced my life, especially in just how I communicate with people and understanding people's needs uh, and, and, and how to make that, that process mesh well. It's probably How to Win Friends and Influence People. What a great, fantastic book. Yeah, that's a great resource. I've actually been, uh, a couple of people on our podcast have recommended that book, which is pretty cool to hear that, that theme. I, I agree. Um, great resource. Uh, awesome. Um, time, a couple more uh, quick questions. We'll do 30 seconds or less as, as we kind of come to a close here. Uh, and this is more on the personal side. So on the personal side, uh, what would you say is like uh, the next summit that you want to climb and like what challenge or obstacle, you know, do you, are you working on overcoming to get there? What's my next biggest goal? Um, my, my next biggest goal is uh, I, I'm, I'm currently evaluating the number of people that I've impacted over the last 12 months. And uh, I'm still putting some of those numbers together. But I know in my mind, my goal is to impact uh, 33% more people than I did last year. And so what I believe from that, my hallucination is that the more people I help, the more I'll get in return. And so it, it, it's very reciprocating that way and fulfilling. Awesome, man. That's a great, uh, great mindset tip, tip right there. Help, the more people you, you help, the more you'll, you'll get in return, right? Um, I heard someone say, uh, help other people get what they want, and then you'll, you'll eventually get what you want, right? <laughs> it's on, yep. kind of in our closing last minute or so here. Um, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? What legacy do you want to leave? The legacy that I want to leave is, is a couple of things. You know, one at the age of 35, when I was going to, when I had the ability to retire, uh, I did take a couple of years off. And one of the things that I noticed is that my kids never saw a work ethic in me at that point because they didn't see all the hard work that I had put in, you know, for the 17 years prior to that. Um, but they were reaping all the benefits of it. And so one of the things that, I want to be remembered for is teaching them th that you've got to work hard. Um, you don't have to, you, you don't, you don't have to work a lot. <laughs> you can work smart. And I've, I've worked smarter in the last, you know, 13 years than I have in the 20 years prior to that. And it's, it's, it's allowed us to have a lifestyle uh, that many people want and I'm not ashamed of that because I know that the reason I have the lifestyle that I have today is because I've helped more people and made a difference. I want to be known for serving others, being a good father, being a good husband, and truly not, not just selling things, but truly making a difference in people's lives. Awesome, brother. I appreciate you sharing that. I think it's a perfect note to end on here. Um, so our viewers, if you're tuning in, actually, by the way, Ton, if viewers want to, uh, you know, connect with you or, or learn more about you and what you do, what, what's the best uh, place we can send them? Well, I'll tell you, my name is one of a kind. And so I, there's only one of me in the world. And so if you were to do a search for my name, you could find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, and also ultimately through wingman coaching, if you wanted to utilize some of our services. Awesome. Yes, you are one of a kind. <laughs> Beautiful, my friend. And uh, and just kind of wrapping up here for our listeners. Uh, if you found value from this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Uh, if you're watching on social media, be sure to like it and share it. 
And really, you know, think about, take a moment, think about someone in your life that you feel would benefit from the message that was shared today by Mr. Tandambro and take a moment and share it with them. So uh, appreciate you, Tom, for being on and to our listeners, appreciate you as well. With that being said, we'll go ahead and call this episode a wrap. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind tech programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day.